Back in the beginning of August, I drove four and a half hours down to Laurenburg, North Carolina, to officiate the wedding of very dear friends of mine. I have known the bride since I was about 14 years old, and it was an absolute honor to be able to marry her to the love of her life. At the reception, as I was leaving, I gave her a hug and she thanked me for coming, to which I replied, there is no place I would have rather been today. And as I drove the four and a half hours back to Virginia, I got to thinking about the nature of choice. When you choose, you are literally showing that there is no other place you would rather be. Assuming you have freedom, out of every single option available to you on the planet, you have made a conscious choice to be somewhere instead of anywhere else. Your physical presence in a particular time and place is a living manifestation of an internal decision. You may be there because you have to be, or because you are obliged to be, like when you go to work. Or you may be there because you joyously want to be, but whatever the motivation, whether internal or external, the fact remains that you have chosen to be there. You have discerned where you need to be. This weekend, you could sum up the readings in just one word, discernment. Discernment is the art of figuring out what the will of God is in our lives and following it. The first reading starts us off with the question, who can conceive what the Lord intends? It continues, the deliberations of mortals are timid and unsure are our plans. We have so many decisions that we have to make during the day, the week, and the month that a lot of adults suffer from what is called decision fatigue. They have to make so many decisions daily that they have difficulty making a good decision confidently. The first reading continues, Scarce do we guess the things of earth. What is within our grasp we find with difficulty. But the things of heaven, who can search them out? The author points out that it's hard enough to make the decisions we need to make on earth, and by the time we have made all of the decisions during the day about our needs or the needs of those entrusted to our care, the last thing we want to do is try and figure out the will of God. And yet, this is what we are called to do. We are able to discern, I'm sorry, we are called to discern the will of God in our lives, not just in the big moments of life, but every day. But how do we know God's will in our lives? We have to practice the art of discernment. When we make a decision, we are choosing between two options. So first, we look at the two options. And if one or both of those options is a sin, then definitely don't do it. <laughs> Humanity has a universal call to holiness. So God always wants us to choose the good, the true, and the beautiful. So again, if one of the options you're considering is a sin and the other isn't, definitely don't choose the sin. But to say that the options are both good or, or neutrally good, how do we decide then? We should look for which option provides a sense of peace. The Holy Spirit moves in peace, not anxiety. 
So choose the one that the Holy Spirit gives you peace over. But here is the caveat. It may occur that one option gives you peace because it is easy, and the other one makes you uncomfortable because it is asking you to reach out in charity towards someone, to ask if they need help, to give them an appropriate compliment, or to forgive someone, like Paul is asking the community to forgive Onemesius in the second reading. The will of the Lord may cause anxiety, but only because it calls us to go out of our comfort zone in order to act in charity. At first, this process may take a while, and for larger decisions in life, it should be done more than once. When one becomes accustomed to the art of discernment, however, it can be made during a conversation, or in a moment, or even an instant, much quicker than we think. With so much to consider in discernment, often people feel trapped in making a decision. This is another common problem among adults today called analysis paralysis. There are so often many options presented to us that all seem equally good that we never end up making a decision. The same thing happens if we are perpetually discerning the Lord's will. We end up so worried about the will of the Lord in our lives that we end up doing nothing because we are afraid that we are going to make the wrong decision and we might anger the Lord. If you find yourself in this predicament, let me give you the wise and sage advice from my spiritual director when I was considering going to seminary. At one point he looked at me and he said, Dan, it's time to defecate or exit the lavatory. Those aren't the words he used, but the sentiment is still the same. (laughs) Just make a decision and go with it. The Lord will not be angry at us if we choose wrongly. He will not be offended if we are doing our best with the data given and we make a choice in faith. The beautiful thing about the Lord is that he knows what it's like to be human, to make decisions And he's also a God of second chances. If we honestly discern and still make the wrong choice, that's fine. He will show us how to correct it and get back to his will for us, or he will show us what he wants now based on the decisions we've made. So act with holy boldness, my friends. Apply for that job you want. Ask out the girl or guy. Apply to seminary or that religious order you've been thinking about. Start a new hobby or offer someone help if you can. But above all, say yes to the Holy Spirit in your life. Because an unexamined, undiscerning life is a joyless, unfulfilled monotony of endless days that drag on and on and look the same but feel worse as they progress. But life with the Holy Spirit is an amazing adventure. We have to start by taking advantage of the grace offered to us and taking the first step in faith. As I said in the beginning, your physical presence in a particular time and place is a living manifestation of an internal decision. How much better are those decisions if we are listening to the Holy Spirit to know the will of God for us? So this week, if you want your life to be adventurous, every single day when you wake up, say, come Holy Spirit, inspire me today to know the Lord's will for me. 
and then just see what happens during the day. The only way to know the Lord's will for you is to ask, to act when you feel like you're getting inspired by the Holy Spirit, to pick up your cross and follow Jesus daily.